Hello, I am Dr. Dao Xinli, Department Chair for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University of Traditional Chinese Medicine. And I'm James Goyan, Senior Faculty for the Doctorate Degree Program at Yosan University. Please join us as we explore acupuncture points and their clinical applications. Welcome back. I'm looking forward to with James Goyan here. Uh, working through our next six points. Uh, these are wonderful points that we would like to share with you tonight. Large intestine 19, 20, as well as stomach 1, 2, 3, and 4. And with me, Jim, how are you doing? I'm fine, Dow. How are you doing today? I'm great. I'm so glad the heat wave has calmed down a little bit. Otherwise, I'll be uh, hiding inside with air conditioning. Let us begin with the first point, large intestine 19, 河流, uh, sometimes is also named as 口河流. 河流, 河 means uh, grains, and 流 means holes, and grains enters into the body via the mouth, and the hole is basically here means the mouth. This point is located right next to the mouth, and the mouth as the orifice opening. Therefore, the name, the hole for the grains. And Jim, how would you locate this point? Well, like you say, in the area of the mouth, more specifically, I located inferior to the lateral border of the Alanazi at the level of Dumai 26. Dumai 26 is at that on the anterior midline at the junction of the superior third and inferior two-thirds. So it's just below the nose on the lateral side of do 26. It's a very good point I know for nasal issues and looking at some of the traditional and contemporary actions for this point. Uh, we can use this point to disperse wind and clear heat. Uh, it's also used to open nasal orifices as well as suitable for any kind of facial and oral uh, diseases. Yes, I, I'm using it primarily for nasal conditions such as runny nose or sneezing, stuffy nose. In addition, facial pain or facial paralysis. Uh, we'll see several of the points on the uh, stomach channel as well for facial paralysis. And in the case of large intestine 19, it's particularly useful if the philtrum is deviated uh, or if the patient uh, smiles or tenses the face and you see a, a, a deviation of the muscle around the lips. I would like to add on to that those indications that you can also use this point for any kind of nosebleed conditions, uh, as well as uh, loss of smell, loss of smell. And the last one is that it has been used for mumps uh, also as well. And uh, that brings us uh, to um, some of the point combinations. Um, this point can be used combining with lunch test 20, do 23, um, as well as uh, do 16, uh, lung 9, out of zhenjiu daquan, used for nasal congestion, as well as loss of sense of smell. And for nasal polyps, we can combine with gallbladder 20, do 16, large intestine 20, and do 26. 
And for nasal bleeding, we can combine with um, um, gut vein vessel do uh, 23, large intestine 4, lung 10, as well as lung 11. And uh, when we have clenched jaw or um, paralysis of the mouth, we can use this point, large intestine 19, combined with large intestine 4, lung 7, as well as stomach 6. And there are times where there may be semi-consciousness or unconsciousness. We can use this point with strong stimulation combined with bladder 1. And this is coming out of Zhenzhou Zi Senjing. And Jim, do you have anything to add? Well, just add that I, I would use this point as well as largeness of 20 frequently in my practice. I've practiced a lot in mountain areas and in farming areas where hay fever or allergic rhinitis was an issue. So a typical combination for a pattern geared at removing exogenous factors, especially wind uh, from the surface of the body, from the lung uh, would be large intestine 4 and, and lung 7 with large intestine 19, sometimes in combination with large intestine 20 and the extra point B tong, superior to large intestine 20. So one, two, or even three local points around the nose for allergic rhinitis. That's wonderful. That's a good combination. Um, yes, I would agree with you. This is a very important point for also hay fever and just any kind of uh, nasal problem. How would you needle this uh, this point? Well, in, in some cases, I'll needle it perpendicular as a single point going up to 0.2 or 0.3 sun. In other cases, I'll connect points and needle largeness in 19.2, largeness in 20, and then it will be, of course, in a bleak direction, in a, a direction of largeness 20, as mentioned, and the needle might traverse uh, the um, uh, superficial tissue up to 0.8 sun. How about you? How do you how do you need at this point? Well, I, I would do the same, except that there may be one other way is to needle toward uh, do twenty six. Yes, for um, facial paralysis. Yeah, and I think for facial paralysis, yes, and especially when there's a lot of swelling and pain. Uh, I also just want to add on that uh, moxibustion has traditionally been advised uh, against uh, for this uh, point just because it's so close to our face, uh, nose, eyes, and uh, mouth region. Um, so it's uh, usually contraindicated in, um, in uh, these uh, situations. And this point is well documented in the classics. Um, you can see that this point in Zhen Zhou Jia Yijin, it talks about how it's located about uh, basically 0.5 uh, away from the uh, Du-26 area. Um, it also discusses about what is used for uh, ranging from Zhen Zhou Jia Yijin all the way down to Ling Guangfu. It talks about how this point is used for hay fevers, um, the, the uh, clear, clear spewing discharge, uh, nosebleed and skin conditions. I mean, I'm sorry, nosebleed with uh, pus uh, discharge. Um, it also talk about clenched jaw as well as semi-consciousness. Uh, so this is a uh, well documented in the, in the classics. Um, anything else to add? 
No, no, I think we've covered it well. Let's go on to large intestine 20. Okay, great. Large intestine 20, as you know, this is a a very, very useful and very widely popular point for most acupuncturists, especially when we have so much nasal problems throughout the world. Large intestine 20, yin xiang. Yin means to welcome. Xiang means fragrance. Um, since this point is right next to the nose, it's used to treat all different kind of nasal problems. Um, but most important, um, welcoming fragrance denotes the, um, these, the actual function of the nose. So it tells us that one is located right next to the nose. Second of all, is really used for a lot of nasal problems. There's also another, uh, another, uh, name, uh, of this point is called Cong Yang. Uh, Cong Yang means, uh, Cong means to disrupt. Yang means Yang energy. As you know, large intestine channel is a Yangming channel with abundance of, uh, qi and blood, abundance of, uh, a lot of Yang qi. So, uh, therefore, uh, Cong means to, uh, disrupt the Yang. Uh, it basically means uh, this point is uh, very good in uh, dispersing function. It gets rid of excessive heat uh, kind of function, which uh, we can talk about in a moment. Uh, Jim, how would you uh, um, uh, locate this point? In the nasal labial groove uh, next to the nose and at the level, the center of the lateral border of the alinazi would be the most direct location. But I do want to mention that in some patients who have a larger or wider nose, the bony structure is more, it's wider, that I'll actually insert the needle lateral to this nasal labial groove so that I can, if I choose to penetrate in a superior direction, uh, a needle obliquely and connected to a, a, a upper point like a B-tong, an extra point. So most of the time in the nasal label groove and sometimes lateral. That's great. That's great. And let's talk about the characteristics and some of the actions and the indications of this point. First of all, um, it's a meeting point for both hand and foot Yangming channel. This is where the energy starts to flow from the uh, hand Yangming. Now we're going to go to the foot Yangming uh, stomach channel. And its main action um, is to disperse wind heat and is very good and clear and benefit nasal passages. Um, so it's a wonderful point to treat almost all different kind of uh, facial, oral, and nasal conditions. Uh, Jim, what would you use this point for? Well, again, the nasal complaints like runny nose, congested nose, sneezing, and uh, more formally symptoms related to allergic rhinitis or even a sinusitis, especially those affecting the nose, the nasal mucosa. Uh, I do want to mention that... Uh, I have used this point, and I will use it occasionally as a, a point in a, a repertoire of uh, other points for index finger pain. Why do you think I would use it for index finger pain, Dal? I don't know. Is index finger uh, something related with Yangming channel, or I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta check my um, check anatomy your chart. a little bit. Yes, yes, check your chart. yes. yes it's because the. This point might be considered the last point, sometimes referred to as the exit point on the large intestine channel. So in needling this point, I might expect a change and uh, 
the most uh, distal region of the channel, namely around the index finger. So if there's pain in the index finger, the entire finger, or at one of the joint levels, I might consider using this point, as I would consider lung, uh, lung one for thumb problems related to large intestine as well. So just an example of how to approach channel collateral theory using a point uh, at one end to treat a problem at the other end. That's a very interesting concept. Um, I haven't really um, done too much of that work clinically, but I definitely will give a try. I do want to add on to this point that um, this has been uh, this point has been known to be useful in the treatment of early carrier, um, and it also has been applied uh, for interestingly gallbladder problems. Um, in Asia, it's been used for roundworms in the uh, uh, bile duct. Um, I don't think we see that as much in this country. I would imagine, though, it probably could be used for uh, some kind of uh, cholecystitis or gallbladder issues. And it's also known to also be used for constipation as well. And clinically, um, this point has been used for chronic bronchitis and Effective rate is as high as 70 to 90 percent. I'm not so sure if that's that I could believe that is so high, but it seems to be interesting for us to we may want to consider using this point for uh, chronic uh, bronchitis uh, issues. Uh, so I want to uh, add that in there. Um, otherwise, uh, in point combination. Um, this point is widely combined with many, many different points for mostly nasal issues. For example, loss of smell. Uh, we can uh, combine this large test in 20 with uh, DO26, uh, DO23, and LUNG9 um, for excessive uh, nasal discharge. We can uh, combine this point with DO23, bladder 13, gallbladder 20, do 16, um, bladder 11. Uh, these points are coming from the Xin Zhen Zhou Shou Ce, uh, this textbook. Um, if there is a nasal uh, congestion um, or infection, we can always combine this with large intestine 4 and liver 3. And if there's polyps, we can combine with uh, DO23, lung test 4, even the heart 7, uh, bladder 13, bladder 15, uh, lung 5, type of point. This comes out of uh, And for epistaxis, we can add lung test 4 and DO23. And it's also been known to use for uh, eye infections, red eye, um, and swelling pain. We can combine with Tai Yang, which is an extra point right in your temple, as well as San Xin, uh, which is do 23, uh, large intestine 4, bladder 40, uh, liver, uh, liver su point, um, basic bladder 18. And, uh, we can also add uh, Xin Jian, uh, which is a liver 2. Uh, so these are some of the, uh, points for uh, eye problems and if we have there of course there's so many combinations we can go into but i'll just leave one more for any kind of facial pain um, a lot of time we would use this large test in 20 we would add sanjo 17 do 23 uh, do 
26 and stomach 6, that kind of point for uh, this uh, particular condition. Anything else to add? Well, you've covered so many combinations. I think that covers um, quite a lot. It's quite useful. I'll just simplify and say uh, if I'm going to use three points frequently for nasal conditions, uh, of course, uh, adding others to the pattern, but simplifying, I would say largeness in four, largeness in 20, and lung seven. And how would you needle this point? I would generally needle this one oblique uh, with the needle going zero, 0 to 2, 0 0.2 to 0 0.5 soon uh, as a single point, needling it as a single point. If I was to connect it to the extra point B tongue just above it, I might penetrate even further with the needle to 0 0.8 soon. Um, Practically, in this oblique condition, it's uh, it's uh, uh, easy to connect, and uh, with distracting when putting in, it's not really a, an uncomfortable point at all. Uh, it can be needled perpendicular, just to be thorough, and that sometimes just means a very superficial depth. How about you? Any ideas or additions to needling? Yeah, I um, I I would just I would add that just like you, I would uh, needle up obliquely um, two directions. One would be upward toward B tongue, and that's really to help to open up your sinus issues, any kind of sinus congestion issues. Um, I would uh, needle um, the basically obliquely towards the neck channel. Um, such points such as stomach uh, two, um, and this um, is um, there's a documentation that shows this can be used to kind of stimulate the bile duct to release any kind of warm. I would imagine you're probably creating some contraction in your bile duct. It might be an interesting point to use for when there's a gallstone passing to help the passing of the gallstone. It'll be interesting to try to penetrate us to stomach uh, two in this situation or stomach three yes. in this situation. And they even dictate that you have to do it to a point where there's actually tearing in the eye. Mm -hmm. So it must be painful to do it that way. Mm -hmm. Obviously, if someone's having a gallstone attack, uh, I think that pain is not going to be as bad as the gallstone attack. No. Um, and another thing is uh, maxa. Uh, this point is being contraindicated, or shall we say, it's uh, uh, not 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 to be maxa. It's not something that's popular for maxa. So I I would just want to add on to that. Very good. And and the classics, I I don't know even want to get into and dwell into too many of them because the truth is, every single um, acupuncture classics give a lot of explanation to this point, ranging from location to treatments and how it's combined with other points. Um, so it's uh, it's well documented, and a lot of uh, documentation talk about how um, the this point is um, just coming from the cartridge of the nose, is it's about 0.5 twin away from it instead of immediately right next to it. That's an interesting um, lo the way locating that's coming from the Jin Xue Jie, uh, this ancient mm -hmm. textbook. You got anything else to add to this area? No, I think we've covered it well. Let's go on to stomach one. 
Wonderful. Uh, stomach one. Uh, 沉气. Um, 沉气, uh, 沉 means to support, to receive. Uh, 气 actually means tear, uh, or fluid. And so 沉气 here, a very basic meaning, means this is kind of like a supporting, uh, supporting point for tears. So we can say that this point is used a lot for eye prompt, for a lot of eye prompts. Now we can also look at it in a more esoteric um, type of explanation that uh, qi means fluid uh, and chen means to support fluid. And since Yangming Channel is abundance of qi and blood, uh, this means is that uh, this point can be used to distribute and move a lot of qi and blood and it's also good in dispersing heat. And so um, very interesting point. Um, I, I, I don't know how clinically useful it is since most people are always afraid to hit the eyeball and eye socket. But at least, uh, we know that this, uh, the name of a point means to support the tear and in some ways, uh, relates to, uh, the location of, uh, this, uh, this point. So how, how would you locate this point? Uh, the point, a needle between the eyeball. And the center of the infraorbital ridge, so a fairly straightforward location between two landmarks. And um, I think it is an important point, so I want to recommend its use, especially in significant cases of glaucoma and conditions where the optic nerve might be affected. In that case, I, I of course, combining it with other points, and I'll mention a, a point right now, Chuho, Q-I-U-H-O-U, and that point would be between be between stomach one and the lateral canthus, also in the orbit. Um, particularly relevant is this application of those two points in stomach one, the main one we're talking about, by glaucoma with uh, a very high uh, numbers or uh, demonstrating a really significant and dangerous intraocular pressure. And so I've had the chance to treat uh, a number of patients with uh, cortisone-caused uh, glaucoma and was able to see that with this point and or the point combinations that the eye pressure drops significantly within the treatment. So it's definitely worth treating as it's hard to substitute these points in the orbit themselves. Yeah, and the characteristic of this point is that it's such a, is the first point of the stomach channel so it's a wonderful point uh, in uh, theoretically speaking. It's a point that kind of uh, takes the nutrient from the stomach channel and distributes to the facial area, to the Ren channel, to the Yang Chao channel, etc. So you could also say this is a pivotal transportation point. Um, in its action is used mainly of two main actions. One is to disperse wind and dissipate fire. And the second is to eliminate pathogen and clear vision. Um, so it's very clear what is useful, a lot of eye problems. Um, anything you have to add and what would you use it for? Well, first I'll reiterate that it's for eye ocular or visual problems. Uh, also problems related to the, the lower eyelid that might be due to a paralysis or a swelling or so forth. And in some cases, it could be considered for facial pain if you're directly, if it's painful in that area. But again, the main one would be the ocular and visual problems. Yeah, I would agree with you. And like, um, 
um, glycoma. I think you spoke about glycoma before. It's also used for stigmatism. It's also used for um, cataracts. It's also used for uh, nearsightedness, farsightedness, and atrophy of the optic nerve. Uh, all these have been documented with this point. It's a very versatile uh, point, but uh, for a lot of acupuncturists, clinically, it's kind of uh, scary for some of the acupuncturists, especially beginners trying to use this point. Uh, but uh, if we talk about combination, uh, this can be combined with uh, uh, gallbladder 20, um, bladder 1, and also um, need um, a bleeding of the ear apex to uh, have that uh, dispersing wind, clear heat function to get rid of any uh, eye infections. If we combine this point with stomach 36, lunge test 4, and gallbladder 20, we can use to uh, clear, um, get rid of wind, clear heat, to treat any kind of uh, eye issues, treat any kind of paralysis issue of the face. And for just general eye disease, we can use this point combined with uh, Tai Yang, which is an extraordinary point in lunge test 4. And again, glycoma is commonly used as a combination of bladder 1, stomach 1, gallbladder 20, lunge intestine 11, and liver 3. And if there's optical, optic nerve atrophy, we have seen it combined with gallbladder 20, uh, the gansu uh, bladder 18, the sensu bladder 23, and lunge intestine 4 points. And any facial um, deviation and facial problem, we can always use point, this point stomach one with stomach four. Uh, anything else you want to add? Well, maybe uh, re-emphasize also the liver three, uh, largeness four is two distant points for the eyes, uh, relationship to the liver and largeness and four to the young Ming channel, the eye, the face. And uh, I don't, I didn't, didn't uh, hear you mention, but I would also like to add gallbladder 37, for problems of vision, the low connecting point on the on gallbladder channel connecting with liver three, and then adding uh, the local point stomach one, for example, as well as the adjacent point in the back of that gallbladder twenty. So, let's talk a bit about needling uh, at this point. Now, do you have any tips on how to needle it? Well, uh, as I say, I think um, you know these uh, point is uh, so close to the eyeball. A lot of beginning acupuncturists or people who hasn't uh, had much practice to this point, I think it would uh, pose a challenge. And I would recommend that if you don't feel comfortable needling, that you should avoid it and uh, maybe learn from a master or someone who is experienced. Um, otherwise, um, you know, I think this point need to be needled very uh, shallow, perpendicularly. I usually don't go beyond 0.5 twin. I mean, some of the textbook, you talk about 0.3 to 1 twin. Personally, I, I don't, I usually wouldn't go that, that deep. But, but how would you do it, Jim? Well, again, the situations I've uh, applied it were very urgent conditions in many of the cases where it was a question of, well, if it didn't improve, the the options were limited with uh, the treatment. So I was willing to risk needling it deeper, one point so on, and in some case even deeper. But I don't want to say that flippantly. I want to add that you have to be very cautious here. And again, I would stress that when it's needled, it's very helpful to support the eyeball or to press it very lightly and upwards 
uh, with your uh, supporting hand, for example, the index finger on my left hand as I'm a right-hand needler, and uh, very clearly recognize the landmark of the upper ridge of the eye of the uh, the infraorbital ridge, the ridge itself, so that you're in the middle between bone and the eyeball when you do it. Also, the patient can, uh, usually the patient is lying in a supine position, can look uh, with the eye closed upward or over his head uh, to further enforce the movement of the eye upward. And uh, that seems to be the best strategy that I've used to needle this point. Uh, I want to add again that the danger, of course, is risk to injury of the eye and or bleeding and or hematoma. And so a very important point is looking closely at the topographical structures, seeing any visible veins in the area, and also puncturing quickly through the skin and sinking into very slowly. The feeling from the patient should be uh, minimal. Uh, it should not be uncomfortable. Oftentimes the patient expresses, oh, have you needled yet? or I have not felt anything, and the needle can be up to, again, a sun deep. So it's not an uncomfortable feeling if done properly. And uh, the other, the last point is in taking the needle out, it would be a good idea to take a cotton ball and to press the area where the puncture was made because of the fragility of uh, or the fragile nature of blood vessels around the eye, especially in elderly patients. It's very easy to cause a bruise, even if you just press with your finger there. So pressing gently after the needle is withdrawn to prevent bleeding or to uh, um, complete the procedure would be a good idea. Yeah, it's a, it's a very uh, important point theoretically. It's also, I would imagine, could be very, very useful and powerful when we have uh, some of the eye conditions. Uh, but I believe you're going to need to do some practice under observation to make it work. Uh, regardless, classics do document this point extensively for the use of almost any type of eye problem. Uh, you can see it uh, in Zhenjiu uh, Jiaijin all the way to Zhenjiu Dacen. Uh, so it's a well-documented point uh, for uh, these kind of uh, conditions. Uh, anything you to uh, add, Jim? No, I think we covered it well. Let's uh, go on. I'm the impatient one tonight, so let's go on to stomach two. Yeah, let's uh, go to uh, stomach two. Si bai. Si bai. Si means four. <clears throat> and bai means white or bright. Si uh, bai means all four direction is brightness. Basically, it's a point to improve vision. So we call this the four whitening or war, four brightness. Basically, is ability to be able to help to improve vision, and that's basically what this uh, this this name of the, this uh, point means. Um, do you have anything to add? Well, just its location is quite clearly in the depression of the infraorbital foramen. And this is most often directly below stomach one, but not always. Sometimes it's a little more lateral, that is the depression for stomach two, a little more lateral than stomach one. But feeling for, with the palpating finger, the depression uh, to find the point would be the best tip there. Yeah, it's a very good point to use in dispersing wing and clear vision. I would say that this point, unlike stomach one, 
its main focus truly, truly is to enhance vision. I mean, if I have two words to talk about the characteristic, is uh, it's really dealing with clear vision. Um, how would you use this form? Well, for the vision, as you just mentioned, but also for an eyelid disorder, maybe swelling or maybe a creases of the muscles around the eye, the lower muscles, as well as for some facial pain, the facial paralysis. And in the particular case where uh, a patient has a partial paralysis and cannot close the eye well and the muscles around the eye are involved, that might be a, this might be an appropriate point, often combined with or directed towards stomach one or towards the eye, if you will, but aiming into the muscle itself. Yeah, and uh, looking at this point, I mean, this point can be used a lot for um, eye prongs, but it's also commonly combined with other points to treat facial paralysis, uh, things like all your other stomach channel points, like stomach three, stomach four, stomach five, stomach six, and even large intestine four can all use combined combination, this combination to treat. Uh, all sorts of facial paralysis and eye issues. Um, that is the uh, the combination that we can find. Uh, do you have other combination you want to add? Well, uh, I mentioned again for the eyes, the distant point, large intestine uh, four, liver three, and uh, maybe a, again, gold butter 20, as we saw with stomach one. These are important points for the eyes, as is a gallbladder 37. Okay. How would you needle it? Well, again, uh, it is safe for the eye uh, because it's some distance from the eye itself. And even if I was needling obliquely up to stomach one or superiorly, uh, um, I would not uh, be going into the orbit itself. Uh, the challenge here is uh, twofold. One, to puncture locally without uh, infringing upon the artery which comes out of the foramen uh, so that you get a bruise and a possible hematoma. And the other challenge is not hitting the nerve, the infraorbital nerve directly coming out of this structure too. So to avoid that, I rarely would needle perpendicularly in at this point into the foramen. And most of the time I'm pinching the tissue around the point and needling obliquely, uh, if not in a superior direction, uh, for example, for eye conditions or for problem priests of the muscles around the eye, I might be needling it uh, laterally for uh, the muscles in the cheekbone, where I'm needling into the muscles around the cheek to, to get the best effect. So, in summary, obliquely or horizontally, obliquely meaning uh, um, at an angle getting into the muscle and horizontally meaning if I just wanted to direct it subcutaneously, for example, towards a small intestine 18. Okay. Yeah, I would add on that uh, this point, you can definitely needle towards stomach one uh, for IPOM and needle toward uh, lunch intestine 20 for more nasal issues. Um, in the classics, you can see documentations um, in Tonglen, Su Xue Zhen Jiu Tuo talk about how it's very important to needle correctly. Uh, there's definitely risk and danger if there is um, poor insertion causing hematoma or even damage to the eye. They talk about how if you uh, uh, needle too deeply, 
you can、uh, cause blindness. You can cause blindness. So it's very important to take it to heart. And Zhen、uh, Jiu Dazhen also talk about how these points can be used for headache, for vertigo, for eye issues, eye itchiness, and、uh, facial paralysis. So、uh, um, definitely, stomach too、um, is well documented in the in the classics. Anything else to add, Jim? No, I think we've been thorough again with stomach too. All right, let's、uh, jump into、uh, stomach three. Ju、uh, liao, ju is、uh, large or gigantic、um, or ginormous,、uh, means big,、um, and 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 liao means、uh, hole.、Um, so basically, ju liao means a large hole. It indicates that this area, the the feel for this point is quite wide. It's not as narrow compared to stomach one or two. It's much much wider, and、uh, um, and this basically also esoterically it describes how、um, this point really takes the nutrients from the stomach channel going through stomach one and two. Now going to the three, continue to distribute downward,、uh, continue through the stomach uh, channel. Um, it is、uh, also the meeting point with the foot Yangqiao channel.、Uh, so therefore, it、uh, has this connection of the qi from the upper jiao to the water to the lower jiao. So it definitely can be used for both qi and fluid issues. Uh, so otherwise, basically,、um, this is the 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 name, the description uh, uh, of how this name、uh, came about. So, Jim,、um, you have any th- thoughts to this? Well, first, the location. I、uh, define it as clearly being below stomach two, and in fact,、uh, one can look for the inferior border of the alar nauseus. The Better part of the definition to decide how much inferior. It's also because of its location below stomach two, always lateral to the nasolabial fossa. So we have a point lateral to large intestine nineteen, which we defined earlier, and directly below stomach two. Okay, and to add on、um, as we we talk about their actions. I would li- like to say this one would be a, a key one for facial pain and facial paralysis,、uh, as a local or an adjacent point for different、uh, muscles in the face. But I also like to use this one by、uh, for particularly difficult cases of sinusitis or a difficult case where there is a、uh, nasal problem with a, a chronic runny nose or a cro- even a chronic dry nose. Because if I can angle this needle correctly, going through stomach three and direct it up towards the nose, or more specifically, the direction might be towards、uh, bladder one, the intercanthus. I'm not going all that far, but I'm going、uh, in at this point in towards that direction. I would be trying to affect the splenopalatine、uh, nerve plexus, which would be affecting the nasal mucosa or the mucous membranes. Yeah, and it does have、uh, you know three main actions. The first is、uh, clear and descend stomach turbidity. Since it's、uh, part of the stomach channel, stomach three, it actually can also treat for stomach uh, uh, indigestion or stomach issues. The second、uh, function is to clear heat and extinguish wind. 
And the solace, the third one is to clear vision and relieve cataracts. These are the three main um, classical action that this point is used for. Let me discuss the needling uh, method with this point, stomach three. Uh, most commonly, I needle it obliquely. Now, if it's a case of facial paralysis or paresis, um, I'm trying to uh, reach with the needle another point, or at least I'm directing the needle to another point, like stomach three directed towards small intestine 18. And in so doing, I'm trying to reach the muscle level. So I'm not just under the skin, but a little deeper, but I'm taking an inch and a half needle, for example, in some cases even longer, and directing it towards the point small intestine 18 as an example. Uh, if a, a Mm-hmm. Please, I would presume I would presume <clears throat> you are using that uh, methodology for facial paralysis issues. Exactly, exactly. Yes. In comparison, if I'm treating uh, the nose or the sinuses or a chronic stubborn condition, again, I might take it as a single point, but direct it uh, uh, towards then um, stomach of bladder one, and that's an oblique location where. I'm also uh, relatively deep and not just under the skin. And in the point combination, this point stomach three often uh, can be combined with large intestine four to treat toothaches and combined with stomach uh, five, uh, stomach six to treat for facial uh, paralysis. Uh, so these are some of the classical uh, way of uh, using uh, point combinations. Uh, I think we talk about how you needle, right? Is there anything else you can add on that area? How about moxa? Uh, I, I don't generally moxa the points in the face, but I know it's possible. Do you moxa this point? No, I really don't. I really don't. I think it's still too close to the nasal area. Yeah. And if you look classics, um, it does document this point a lot, a lot for facial paralysis. So I would say that this is probably... Uh, a, a point that's more important to a facial paralysis than, say, eye or nasal problems. Great. Anything else to add before we move on to stomach four? No, let's move on to the last point, stomach four. Stomach four, di chang. Uh, basically, di means earth. Chang means uh, storage or warehouse. Uh, in, uh, in ancient times, uh, if you look at facial geomancy, you'll see that um, the face is really divided into three portions, uh, or we call the three rooms or three divides. The upper, and, and always use the nose um, as the center. So nose is the center house, the center divide. And anything above the nose is the upper uh, divide. Anything below the nose is the lower divide. So we give basically three divides of heaven, man, and earth. Uh, since this point is located close to the mouth, um, therefore is kind of in, in, in the middle and the lower jaw. So in some way, this is really, um, in some ways a good treatment point for stomach channel issues. A very common point. There are other names for this point, such as Hui Wei or Wei Wei. It means that I will maintain, or the stomach is, to, this is to maintain the stomach. And the meeting point between the stomach channel, the Yang Chao channel, as well as the hand and foot, the Yang Ming meeting points. 
So it's a it's a quite important of a point、uh, for our discussion today.、Um, Jim, anything to add? Well, with the location, the most significant and most relevant part of the description would be directly lateral to the corner of the mouth. Okay,、uh, it is also, of course, then inferior to stomach three, but it may be、um, more lateral than stomach three in some cases. So basically, lateral to the corner of the mouth. And、uh, um, this point can be used to soothe tendons, activate low channels. So very good for. Uh, localized musculoskeletal issues,、um, and、um, this point can also be used to activate blood and dissolve stagnation.、Uh, used to disperse wind、uh, pathogens to relieve、uh, any kind of qi stasis、uh, conditions. So these are the main four main actions、uh, for this point. And Jim, what would you use this point for? Oh, primarily I've used it for facial pain, facial paralysis, though local application. And discussing the the technique right now, I know we'll get to the combination, but just、uh, seems relevant to mention that I'm actually squeezing the the corner、uh, of the mouth together so that I can insert directly next to the mouth. Use the squeezing for the distraction, also so I can better get into the muscle depth、uh, when I'm treating facial paralysis, for example. Yeah, that that would be wonderful. I, I, you know, there is actually documentation that actually、uh, has been used for、uh, constipation in children.、Um, that's an interesting use.、Uh, that, but that's documented. I don't know if you ever done that, but、um, I guess there's something for us to think about and maybe try it in our clinical setting. But I want to move on to point combination.、Uh, this point frequently combines、uh, with stomach thirty-six to treat pain of the ear. Interesting、uh, use of combination. Combined with、uh, sanjawa seventeen to use for numbness of the tongue and a loss of the taste.、Um, is also used to combine with do twenty-four、um, to help with any kind of oral issues,、uh, as well as combined with do twenty-six、uh, also for any kind of oral issues. And for trigeminal neuralgia, this point is、uh, frequently combined with uh, stomach uh, two, also as well for tri- trigeminal neuralgia. And for excessive salivation, we can use this detang stomach four to combine with stomach six, to combine with CV twelve,、uh, to combine with other points that's used for excessive salivation.、Um, we can also use for any kind of facial skin issues. We can use this、um, basically this point stomach four to combine with large intestine four,、um, and then when there is facial paralysis, we can, as we said earlier before, in the try in the、uh, areas of、uh, except salivation, we can combine with stomach stomach、uh, six, large intestine four, stomach forty four, as well as liver three. You have anything else to add? Well, you've covered most of it. I'll just emphasize the distant point, large intestine four, with fa- by facial paralysis, as well as the stomach four needled in the direction of、uh, stomach six or stomach five, depending upon the the problem locally. Stomach four six. Do you ever、uh, needle toward do twenty six? 
In most cases, if I'm treating a deviated philtrum, which would be an area which I would treat for the upper uh, lip area for fish boils, I would use large intestine 19, as we mentioned earlier, to do 26. Rather, How about moxa? I haven't used moxa on this corner, and I know we need to be careful with moxa around the mucous membranes or around the lips. Have you used moxa here? Um, actually, I have. When is... You know, when it gets to stomach uh, six area, stomach uh, four, uh, five, six, the five and six, I've done some moxa, especially for, um, especially in the winter when I have a facial paralysis due to wind cold conditions. That's where I find it to be helpful in those situations. So, um, uh, you know, in, in the text, in the ancient text, it doesn't always talk about whether or not you should use moxa extensively or not, but I do use it in those kind of particularly wind cold conditions. Um, and, uh, again, the classics, uh, this point is well illustrated, well demonstrated, and well documented for its location and its usage. Um, and is, um, it's got quite a bit of action, quite a bit of uh, function, what you can do. Uh, so is, uh, shall we say a semi famous point for a lot of acupuncturists to use. Uh, Jim, do you have anything else to add? No, I think we've covered these local these as local points well. Facial paralysis, uh, facial pain, uh, nose related problems, problems related to the eyes. The points being, of course, largest nineteen, twenty, and then the first four stomach points. I think that was quite helpful to describe these and discuss some of the needling techniques. Yeah, I think this is a very commonly used point. Um, thank you so much for spending time with me to go through some of these facial points of the stomach channel. And uh, um, uh, when we come back next time, we will definitely uh, look into stomach five onward um, as we enter more the foot yangming channel. Thank you, Dr. Gao. Thank you for joining us in our discussion of these acupuncture points. And we look forward to visiting with you again in our next episode. In the meantime, we wish you wellness and health.